This is the Star City Podcast, and welcome, my friends, where for the next few minutes you can listen in with us as we share another interesting conversation with new friends just like you as they talk about their own stories when it comes to life, family, work, friends, and faith. My name is Brian Smith, and I have the joy of being your host today for today's conversation about being a Christian leader. And returning to our program for this interesting and important topic are our friends Coy Rennick and Roy Witt. Guys, welcome back to what we can nickname today maybe the Coy and Roy Show. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having us. Hey, it's great to be with you, Brian. I'm honored to be with Coy as well. Well, we're delighted that you're here. And guys, leadership has been a very hot topic for a long time and for a good reason. Uh, John Maxwell said that leadership is influence, and that's exactly what Jesus has called his church to be in the world. We are influencers for the sake of God's kingdom here on earth. But being a good leader isn't something that comes naturally for most people, is it? Well, Brian, God gives talents and abilities to us, but people have to choose whether to improve on those or just to coast by in life. And I'm reminded of what Paul often instructed people as he traveled around the, the world and in Colossae and Corinth both. He, he emphasized to them that whenever you do something, you should do it and, and work as though you're doing it for the Lord. 1 Corinthians 10.31 says, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of the Lord. And you know, mm. you need to have that mindset uh, as you go about life and whether it's at home or at work. Boy, that's exactly right. You know, over and over again, we need to remember that as Christian men and as servants of the Lord, uh, leadership isn't so much a matter of simply our um, aptitude, it's our attitude. And are we doing it for our own ego, our own pride, our own reputation? Are we doing it as as an offering to the Lord? What? But how important is it that for a Christian leader, that a Christian leader remembers that whatever opportunity for leadership that one has been given, they won't always be the leader, will they? There's always another leader, some sooner or later, coming behind them. So let's talk about the place of stewardship and how the church or organization or business is always bigger than we are, isn't it? Yes, sir. We want to become a servant and not to promote ourselves. And we must try to accent the positives in everyone else and make the team a better team. Mm. You know, Coy, uh, every leader has to first learn how to follow. And I learned that in spades when I joined the Marine Corps and trained to be an officer the time in basic school and, and uh, officer training really emphasizes the fact that uh, you cannot lead until you first learn how to follow. And Mm. Everybody's responsible to someone. Uh, ultimately, we're all responsible to God. Boy, how true that is. Um, and, and that's a, just a lesson of life. That's the way God has designed human beings to function and relate to each other. But there should be a difference in the way a Christian leader leads others in their organization. And ultimately, as you say, it, it all comes down to living in God's Word and living on our needs, doesn't it? Um, having an accountability partner, praying a lot, staying in God's Word, and being part of a small group are all things that can help you to maintain that, I think. Coy, you, you know, that's a, a good thought, but it's really easy to think that our success is because of how hard we work or, or our abilities. We've got to remember that God's the author of, of all power, and 
he provides these things for us, and we need to acknowledge that. So constant communication with him about it really helps. I know uh, over the years as I faced situations like loss of of business, uh, injury, even loss of life, it was really good to have the Lord on my side and, and that peace and contentment that he brings. You know, uh, so oftentimes the workplace is a place filled with conflict and dissension and uh, politics. And yet if we're taking time and making time to pray for those by name that we uh, work with during the week, I have found that that really changes the way that I look at someone and the way that I respond to someone if I've already been praying for that person before my day ever begins. And it's not that every single day God gives me an open door to um, to minister to them, but over time, I believe God honors our prayers because He loves those that we work with just as much as He loves us. And I think that's one of the differences that Christian leadership makes in, in the workplace. Um, I, I think a lot of Christian leaders would be happier leaders if they spent more time praying for the very ones that they're responsible for leading. Uh, when they're at work. Um, I'm sure for both of you, there have been times when you have been just burdened for someone that you worked with and you were praying for them. Yes, uh, there are many times uh, as as a manager, executive over 40 years, um, I had lots of opportunities with that. Uh, a, A young person that uh, I worked with for many years uh, came to me at my retirement and let me know that the influence I had on his life was was key and critical uh, mm. in getting his life straightened out and, and back to following the Lord. So, yes, it's it's important to think about those that you're working with. Let them know that you care. Attend funerals for their family members and and just being there for them when they're having out and down times, they respect that a lot. Yeah, they have lives too outside of the office. And 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 one of the things we do need to remember is that simply because we don't hear back from them that our uh, efforts to share our faith or live out our faith or, or love them because of our faith as we should is having an impact in their lives in the present, that doesn't mean it isn't happening. And sometimes, like you said, Roy, years later, or in heaven itself, we'll discover that what we did to obey the Lord in the workplace and treat others with love and respect had more of an impact than we could have ever imagined. Uh, Let's talk about learning and how a Christian leader should never stop learning. Uh, What are some of the ways that you guys have incorporated into your own years of experience as leaders at work and church to to stay fresh, to keep learning? Well, Brian, I, I try to read a, a new book as often as I can, and it's amazing that after having managed hundreds, even thousands of people over the years, um, after 30 years, I came across a book called Difficult Conversations by Douglas Stone that really helped me understand how to converse with people on topics that were sensitive or just really difficult to carry on. Mm. I'm not a big reader, but I do watch a lot of videos and podcasts, and uh-huh. and I uh, go to church and listen to our uh, pastor, um, <laughs> and, and then you, you keep in that Bible. 
Yeah. You know, either we're blessed to live in a time that uh, there are so many ways we can take in information. And so it's if we're not learning, it's not because the opportunity isn't there. It's because we're just being lazy and not taking advantage of it. Uh, you know, talking about learning and, and looking at different ways to, to learn and YouTube and, and goodness, uh, I'm a garage mechanic uh, thanks to YouTube. You know, <laughs> that's how I figure out how to work on my car. But, you know, the Internet and emails are most of the time uh, a necessary part of working today. That's one of the changes on the landscape of the uh, business culture from 50 years ago especially now that so many people are working from home. Uh, But cyberspace can be time-consuming distractions as well as filled with ungodly temptations. You know, sometimes seemingly innocent emails, texts, or a Facebook post isn't really so innocent. And one of the things that Christian leaders need to do is have godly wisdom and I think discipline regarding these things and guarding their minds and their hearts, don't they? Yeah, Brian, believe it or not, uh, they had email back when I was a young manager. <laughs> I actually came out after about 10 years in the workforce. And I learned this lesson the hard way. I, I had a supervisor who had some problems with his uh, crew, and I sent him an email explaining the the issues. And was, as you know, I'm pretty direct anyway, uh, but I wouldn't be so direct if I had known he was going to post it on the bulletin board. <laughs> I, I, I can be a little more tactful than that. So you, you have to be very careful about what you put in cyberspace. That's exactly right. And, and I think you have to limit your time and not let it consume you. Uh, you still have a family that you need to take care of. And in my case, I have an accountability partner that kind mm-hmm. of watches uh that I keep pretty straight in there, and that's my wife. Good idea. Great. Yeah, Great. so she has complete uh, opportunity to know where you're going and who's conversing with you. Uh, you know, that time-consuming uh, practice of dealing with emails, which can just eat up so much of, uh, of your workday, we really have the freedom not to answer every email, don't we? And we don't even need to open every email. And uh, if we're familiar with what God wants us to do, we know our responsibilities are, then we need to guard our time and not get lost in the deep blue hole of the email universe. Um, Now, you know, going along with being a witness at work, how important, and and Roy, you mentioned this just a moment ago. I want to circle back around to something you said. How important is it for Christian leaders to look for younger adults, uh, men with men, of course, and women with women, Uh, whom we can mentor and encourage by sharing some of the things that we've learned. You know, Brian, mentoring is important, uh, not just in business, but in life as as well. And so identifying younger folks to whom you can share things uh, about life, about decisions, about how to live a principled life based upon biblical principles is a, a great thing for all of us to do. I was lucky enough to own my business, own business, for about 11 years, and I would give each new person that I hired as part of their orientation a a copy of God's Word, a Gideon Bible. Uh, You Mm. really can't do that in a corporation uh, that's got stockholders, but if you own your own business, that's a special little treat that opens the conversation. Yeah, there are a lot of good resources now that that we can use, uh, uh, and then we can simply um, discuss those. 
with a younger up-and-coming leader. And, and I think being transparent, authentic, letting them know not only where we got it right, but also where we got it wrong. Um, sometimes it, they pay more attention when we're being uh, that vulnerable to talk about the fact that we recognize that there is no such thing as a perfect leader except the Lord Jesus Christ. And so although we serve him imperfectly, we certainly want to serve him better next year than we served him last year. Uh, Well, guys, it's been fun, and we're just about out of time for this episode of Star City. Let me ask you something. Is Is there anything else, something else, that both of you would like to leave with our listeners before we close when it comes to the subject of Christian leadership? I wanted to pick up on something you said, Brian, about being transparent and authentic. It strikes me that folks really pick up on whether you're sincere or not and and whether what you're presenting to them has pretense. It's important to know that what you're doing is is for the Lord and and to have that deep in your heart. Uh, You have to believe what you're telling folks or they will notice it and pick up on it immediately. Boy, that's right. So, so I think as leaders, we must uh, accent, accent the positives in everyone that we can and be willing to admit our mistakes and just be humble and be a good example to them by how we live our lives. Boy, those are great words, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, both of you, for being with us again right here on the Star City Podcast. We're going to have to do this again soon. Well, thanks for having us, Brian. We enjoyed it very much, sir. Well, thank you, dear friends, for listening in today on the Star City Podcast. I hope you've learned something that will be a blessing in your life this week. So until we meet together again next time, I'm Brian Smith, hoping that you will have a blessed rest of your week. And remember... Let's live today and every day by His grace and for His glory.